Hi, I'm Tom Field with Information Security Media Group, and today I'm talking with Ellen Winkler, Director of Messaging Product Marketing at Secure Computing Corporation. We're talking about how to future-proof your compliance program. Ellen, thanks for joining me today. Oh, thanks very much, Tom. We appreciate your participation in this and uh, look forward to the conversation. Ellen, what do you mean when you talk about future-proofing? What's the alternative to that? Future-proofing is all about um, creating an infrastructure within your company that allows you to simultaneously comply with all the regulations and corporate governance rules that you are subject to. For example, as a financial institution, you're a public company, so you're subject to SOX. You also offer healthcare benefits, so you're subject to HIPAA. Obviously, in financial, GLBA is specifically designed for you. And because you're dealing with credit cards, you're also subject to PCI. That's over and above what you as an individual company need to do in order to protect your, your corporate assets and comply with what the board of directors is requiring. So all of those things are happening simultaneously. And future-proofing is all about putting together an infrastructure that allows you to simultaneously deal with all of these things coming at you in a way that is comprehensive and manageable. So what's the business value of future-proofing? What results have you seen among your customers? The business value is, is are pretty straightforward. For one thing, you get to do it once and then use it multiple times. It also enables you to be ready for the next time a regulator in Washington or the EU or Australia or anywhere else around the world that you might do business has a good idea and decides that there's a particular uh, another type of data, another piece of information that you control that needs to be regulated. So when you can do this, um, it means that you're being much more efficient. It means you are able to comply with new things down the road a lot faster. As far as results that we've seen from our customers, what it really means is it gets you into the the efficiencies of doing these projects. If you take a look at just apply, uh, complying with HIPAA as an individual project and then worry about how you're going to comply with SOX and then worry about how you're going to comply with PCI, you're doomed to fail. If you look at compliance as an individual project, it ain't going to work, bottom line. What you need is a complete infrastructure that enables the right levels of security processes and procedures to protect the data that is being required by a particular regulation appropriately. And um, what we've seen, the best success we've seen among our, culture, among our customers is when they look at it as a whole and worry about the entire area of compliance rather than just as point projects. Ellen, let me ask you about that complete infrastructure you talked about. What are the necessary ingredients, the technologies, capabilities, etc., for future-proofing? Well, the first ingredient really needs to be a good plan. I mean, if you don't have a plan that is comprehensive, then, again, you know, you might as well go home. So the plan needs to understand each one of the things that you need to worry about. Is it SOX? Is it HIPAA? Is it PCI? Et cetera. You need to understand what's common among those things and what the differences are so you can account for them all. And then you really need to understand what the priorities are. Um, if you're a level one merchant for PCI, you've got deadlines that are looming really, really fast. Uh, HIPAA might not be as, as a high priority. You may be a smaller institution. So you need to understand the timing of these things and make sure that your plan accommodates all of those appropriately. 
It's not going to help to be PCI compliant if you get put in jail for HIPAA violations. Once you have a really good plan, then you need to start looking for partners to help you with this. On the technology side, we really recommend looking for a strong, stable partner that's been around for a while and you have the confidence it's going to be there for a while to come. After all, compliance isn't something you're going to do today and then disband six months from now. You're going to have to worry about compliance for years and years and years to come. So a strong partner that's got um, the depth of experience and the, the breadth of knowledge to, to help you is really important. We also recommend that you look at a company that's got a strong security orientation. Because remember, all of these um, regulations all involve securing data. So working with somebody who does not have a strong security orientation is really going to do you a disservice. And the third thing that we recommend in looking for a partner is you want to work with as few vendors as possible. You really want a partnership out of this because it is a long-term relationship. So a company that has a broad range of solutions that can fit in seamlessly to your infrastructure and work with you on, um, on a continuing basis I think is really critical. So based on observations you've made at companies you've dealt with, what speed bumps should people expect to, to hit along the way? Oh, they're many and varied, Tom. Um, some of the things that we've seen people fall apart on is changing priorities. You know, most of us work for larger public companies, and we're all subject to the whim of the quarter and what Wall Street is expecting for us. These are not the type of projects, they're not the type of infrastructure changes that need to happen that can be subject to those kinds of whims. These are long-term plans that need to be put in place, um, and that's sometimes where people fall apart. The other area that really needs a lot of attention is executive support and sponsorship. Um, it doesn't help for um, you know people at manager and director levels to put together these plans and then not have the executive support it. What we're really talking about, Tom, in future, in future proofing is creating this culture of compliance that permeates the entire business. Every single employee's responsibility is to compliance. They need to understand that. They need to be able to adopt it into the way they do business, hopefully as seamlessly and, and unobtrusively as possible, but it does need to be part and parcel of how they work. And if the executives don't buy into that, goodness knows the employees won't either. Okay, executives, all of us, we all want to see early successes in a program like this. What are some of those signs that somebody should look for? Um, again, the signs vary depending on the company and what you're looking to accomplish. Um, I think the best sign is when you take a look at how you've put together a particular process or procedure and then run different types of data against it. Um, SOX, for example, has to deal with corporate financial data. HIPAA has to, deals with healthcare data, PCI with credit card data. If you can take the same process and procedure and adequately protect all of those three different types of data without having to make modern, major modifications, then I think that's a really good sign of early success. Okay, now we talked about regulatory compliance and the regulations that people have to comply with today. How does future-proofing help prepare the institution for upcoming regulatory requirements? That's what it's all about. That's where the big win is, is if you can put together a culture of compliance, this infrastructure that allows you to protect your people, your data, and, and your technologies, then anything that comes down the pike will fit into that to that framework. 
Um, the culture of compliance is all about creating a way of operating that automatically provides security for sensitive data. So it doesn't matter if, you know, next year, next month, um, next quarter, some bright politician in Washington decides that instead of just protecting X amount of data, there's a new type of thing that needs to be protected. If you've created a culture of compliance, if you've been able to future-proof your infrastructure, then it doesn't matter what those regulators will come out with. You'll be able to fit that in seamlessly and very quickly and very easily, saving a whole lot of time and a whole bunch of money. Let me ask you about this. You said it a couple of times now, this culture of compliance. What does that really mean in the context of future-proofing? It gets into the whole concept that you know, compliance isn't a project. If you look at it as individual projects, you are doomed to fail. But if the company embraces this idea that compliance is what we're all about, we're about securing data, we're about making sure that the information that is entrusted to us as a financial institution or as any other business is handled appropriately, is treated with the sensitivity that it deserves and requires, then we've created an environment where future-proofing is possible. Now, based on others' experiences, if there were one piece of advice you'd offer to a financial institution regarding future-proofing, what would that be? One piece of advice? Boy, that's tough because there's, there's so much involved in this. Um, I think having a good plan, knowing what it is that you need to accomplish, and then having the right partners. If you've got partners, as I mentioned, that have a strong security orientation, that have a strong um, level of technology that will enable you to do this as seamlessly as possible. Um, I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, and I just want to stress this point um, as well. The individual employees within a company have a job to do. And while you need to create a culture of compliance, security is not every individual employee's primary job. Their job is to contribute to the, the profitability of the company um, and to the success of the company's customers. So as IT professionals, as regulating, uh, as compliance professionals, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the more we can put in place that enables compliance without major impacts to how an employee does their particular job, the more successful we're likely to be. Well said. I want to thank you, Ellen, for your time and your insights today. Oh, it was a pleasure talking to you, Tom. And for Information Security Media Group and for Secure Computing Corporation, I'm Tom Field. Thank you for listening.